yes. for your your uh, guilt, uh, the payment for getting you out or whatever, your ransom right. to be paid. Yeah. Yes. That's what the term salvation is about. Right. And so you see, when we sin, we turn our bodies and our souls over to Satan. Right. And he, he's able to yes. hold them. Jesus came to break that bond that we might conserve him in spirit and in truth through the rest of the days of our lives. I appreciate the Lord. He is uh, so very good to us. And, um, you know, one of the things, uh, one of the things that I really appreciate, appreciate about our church is um, the Lord has blessed us with good music. You know, good singers. Um, we we were missing my wife and Sister Sheila Wednesday night. I thought we I thought everything was good except for that one song. Maybe that one song. But other than that, I thought it was really good. Amen. And uh, God's able to help us. Amen. And uh, I appreciate church is not all about music not all about the preacher, it's about his presence. Amen. And the only way for us to have his presence is for you to have some when you come. Amen. Amen. So I appreciate the Lord so very much. This morning I preached about, <clears throat> it's all about the resurrection. Yeah. And uh, we talked about uh, three examples of the Lord gave to the disciples before he rose from the dead. And so uh, this evening, though, the Lord helped me. I want to talk to us about uh, the last battle, the very last battle. Not the next to the last battle, but the last battle. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to uh, Re uh, Revelations chapter 20. <clears throat> Revelations chapter 20. And we will uh, start... In verse 7. And those that are able to, if you would stand with us here this evening to honor God's Word. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 7. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners, quarters of the earth. Gog and Magog together uh, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the saints, uh, camp of the saints about, and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Boom. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven uh, fled away and, they, and there was uh, found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, 
which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in, in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word is very clear. That it is not something that is transient, that does not change with the ages. But Lord, you are the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. I thank you for that unchanging about you, Lord, that you're forever settled. And that, Lord, we know that we can count upon you and that you are faithful to your word. And that, Lord, you have offered salvation to each and every one of us under the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, help us not to lose this opportunity, but help us, Lord, to gain and to hold on, Lord Jesus, and to make it and to endure unto the end, Lord, that we might be found worthy of you. Come by. Help us this evening, we pray. In your blessed, holy, righteous, wonderful name, that name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. There are two battles that uh, are going to happen. There is the Battle of Armageddon, which is the battle just prior to the thousand-year reign. That is in chapter 19. But here, this last battle is the battle against Gog and Magog. It is a group of people that have not flown under those banners since time of old. And they will come back together. I don't understand how. Don't ask me how. There's a lot of things in the scriptures that, to be honest with you, are over our capabilities. I see some are chilly. Would you flip that up a little bit for us, the, the air? Thank you. And uh, there are things that are in the scripture that really and truly we're not going to fully understand until we are there. Amen. And if you will notice here, uh, chapter 19 and chapter 20, there's not an awful lot there for us to read. There are some glimpses over in Ezekiel, over in Isaiah, a little bit in Jeremiah, some in other places that can refer to parts of this. But by and large, the most consinct order, uh, also in Daniel, the most consinct location that we can find is right here. Here in Revelation. And it said, and when the thousand years are expired, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ in the flesh, in person will rule and reign this entire earth out of Jerusalem. This is not some spiritual thing. This is reality. Amen. Amen. He will be there in person. 
If you'll notice that uh, some of the signs about who is the Antichrist, it talks about those people who don't believe that Jesus is, came in the flesh. Amen. Folks, Jesus came in the flesh. Yeah. His flesh was sinless flesh. Right. We were born in sin. But he has flesh, folks. And he is God Almighty. And he will rule and reign this world for a thousand years. Oh, I don't know about you, but that is almost as exciting as going to heaven and being with him for eternity to see how what this uh, this experiment, it's not an experiment, but this, this thing called earth and mankind, what's it going to be like without the, the, the uh, curse of sin upon it? Huh? To see the they probably have to get a forklift to come by and pick up the, the, the watermelons and the cantaloupes and stuff like that. Huh? Huh? Be so big. Huh? When I lived in Illinois, I remember uh, down south here, you know, you don't just throw seed in the ground. You better make sure you prepare it. Our next door neighbors in Illinois, we lived in a subdivision. They were from down south too. And uh, they just went and got some tomato seed and kind of cast it in their flower beds. Uh -huh. It looked like every one of them came up. Every one of them bloomed. They had big old, big tomatoes come up there like that. And the guy next door kept giving us tomatoes and we loved it, you know. He said, I've never seen it like this before. That soil up in Illinois, when they plow the fields, it's not like ours. They plow here and it's kind of a grayish brown. But up there, it's black. Yeah. It's black and rich with soil. Amen. That's why it's also like one of the bread baskets of the world up there in that part of the country. But anyway, then to think how good that is there, what's it going to be like during that thousand years? Yeah. But that thousand years is going to come to an end. And it said that uh, Satan will be loosed from his prison. Satan is real. He is a created being. Jesus is not a created being. That's what qualifies him as God. He is not. He has always been God. Always. Satan at one point was not. God created him. Okay. And so, as that created being, he will be loosed from his prison, which was the lake of fire. Uh, he was held there for a thousand years, conspiring to do this that the Bible uh, foretold thousands of years ago. <clears throat> and uh, he said he will go out and deceive the nations. You have to understand, during a thousand years, right? People are not going to be twiddling their thumbs and just sitting around and looking at one another saying how wonderful this is. There's going to be commerce. There's going to be growing. There's going to be planting. There's going to be uh, the nations are supposed to come to Jerusalem and bring offerings. Amen. Every year under Jesus during that time, there's a commerce going on there. Amen. This is not just 
some kind of little uh, Sunday school class. This is a complex commerce. Amen. The scriptures even said that those that don't bring their offering amen, to uh, the Lord in Jerusalem, that, that that country, that place, their, their water will be cut off. Huh? Until they bring that offering. Woo! Come on. There are people. Oh, let's not get into that. That's a that's a deep, deep well for a shallow mind is mine. But anyway, there are gonna be people there. Huh? One scripture says, and a baby shall be there a hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. A hundred year old baby. Huh? I just don't understand. But he'll be playing on that ass hole that where a snake's at. Right, right. And a lion shall lay down with the lamb. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Amen. And so that's going to all be going well. Satan's going to come back and he's going to deceive all those people that are out there. He will not deceive the saints. Nope. We've already done our time. We are settled. We are uh, resurrected. We are the children and the bride of Christ. But uh, these will be deceived, amen, by Satan. And it said that they will gather themselves up, Gog and Magog. Uh, Gog, uh, in some places, talks about the land of gold and Magog, the people of gold. I don't know. But here it's talking about all of that. And said it will gather them together, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Now, I'll be honest with you. You get 5,000 people together, I think you got a big crowd. Come on. Uh, if you get 20,000 people together, like at football games, that's just, that's just getting mind-blogging to me, you know. But then there's the million-man march that they had up in Washington many years ago. They said they were able to gather a million people to march for life in Washington, D.C., now that is, that just blows my mind. A million people? Huh? But this is even bigger than that. It's as the sand of the sea. Huh? Russia claims to have an army. I don't think it's that number anymore, but they used to claim that they had a million man army. China claims to have a million plus man army. Huh? Uh, America... We're not even trying for that, huh? Right. We, we depend on our technology. I like that idea, but anyway. Uh, but these nations are gathered together by the deception of Satan again. Yes. It's the same old deception. It's the same old lie. Right. Hath God said? Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that really a sin? Who is God to tell you how to live your life? Why, why are you going to obey that guy? Huh? Don't you want freedom? Don't you want independence? Don't you want to be a free nation? Don't you want to be... Wait a minute! I don't want to be free without God. Amen. And so they will fall for him. Apparently there's this gold and all of these jewels and all this stuff. 
Because I'll be honest with you, in God's economy, they're probably gold and jewelry and all of that type of stuff's not going to be a big effect. That's right. Huh? You know why? You know what God thinks about gold? He uses it like we use rock and tar. Right. Asphalt. Right. He's going to pave his streets with it. Right. Huh? And so, here, that number is going to come out to, to battle. It said, and they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints. I'll be honest with you, that is a strange way of saying what they're saying. I don't know just exactly what they are saying. The breadth of the earth. Huh? Are they flying in? Oh, I don't know. Huh? But they're going to come around Jerusalem, the camp of the saints, the beloved city. And you have to remember, the city of Jerusalem changes names. Okay? Jerusalem. Amen. The city of peace. That's what Jerusalem means. The city of peace. But later on, uh, the Lord himself changes that name of Jerusalem to Sodom and Gomorrah. And then it becomes uh, hated at several different times in history till it was finally destroyed. Amen. And then when Jesus comes back to it, it becomes that great city one more time because of him. Not because of anybody else or any kind of people there. It's because of Jesus who is there. He makes it a holy city one more time. And so here also we see that they went up and they came to the beloved city. And whenever Satan and all of them compassed about, it said fire came down from heaven. That's right. I'm going to tell you, don't mess with my God. Huh? Don't mess with my God. I'm trying to be careful here because somebody told me something. Who, who, who recently told me uh, about the dirt? Was it, Were you in here? About the dirt? Any of y'all? No? Okay, good. So I can say it carefully. Because <laughs> somebody told it to me and I just kept a straight face the whole time. But uh, there was this old story talked about this man coming before God and said, I can make man just as easy as you can, God. And the Lord said, okay, well, show me. And so the man said, all you do is take a little bit of this dirt right here. And God said, uh-uh-uh. you got to make your own dirt. Huh? And so, you know, God created all things. And by a word, he spoke everything into existence. And by one word, he is able to vanquish all of the enemies of God and of Satan and the legion of demons that he's had. One word, the sword of his mouth, the Lord, our Jesus Christ, the captain of our faith. What a great God we have. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm proud that I'm on his side. People may look upon us as if we're losers, as if we're weak and all that, but I know the truth. Amen. Oh, there's a lot of people that come to us through the years and say, I don't know how you've gone through all that. How have you been able to resist all that? The Hicks, you look at the Hicks life. How could they go through all that and hold together as a family? But God has been faithful. 
bring down the strongholds of our enemies. And here, our job is to hold on to him and to love him and keep on going and to love others. Is it easier to hate or is it easy or is it harder to love? The greater man, is he the one that can hate everybody? The greater man, the stronger man in my, in my knowledge is the one that can love his enemies. Amen. And so, Fire comes down from God. Do you remember what I said before about God? What about God and his arrow shooting? He's a good shot. Amen. He's a good shot. Amen. And so he's going to call fire down from heaven and devour it. There's a place in the Old Testament. I can't remember exactly if it was Ezekiel or, or anyway, but it talks about that there will be a plague that would come down. I think it's referring to this battle. And it talks about the flesh just falling off of those people's bodies. And then the bones still standing and then finally falling. Come on. We've got a great God. We've got a God that knows how to defend his people. Amen. It said, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. Brother Jeff, I thought hell was that bad place. Listen up, it's coming. Said where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Satan is not going to get away. There's even some scriptures that I think point toward. It says the prince of Tyre and I think it's talking about old Satan there. And it said that men will look on him and say, are you the man that deceived the nations? Are you that man, weak, without power, walking down here in this torment with us? Yeah. Huh? The Lord is going to cast him down. And then he said, and I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them, a white throne. Uh, I have read after some of the Jewish writings of their conceptions of God, uh, there's a group of, of Jews who call themselves the Kabbalists. Any of y'all ever heard that name, the Kabbalists? Anyway, they are the more spiritual type ones. And they have gained quite a bit of influence now uh, among the Jewish uh, people. Some Kabbalists have even gone so far as to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And have, uh, you know, needless to say, they become uh, completed Jews, if we could say that. But in uh, this particular book that I read after these Kabbalists, they talked about a throne that one of them said they had a vision of God and said that the throne was like 30 stories high, 20 stories high and so broad and so wide, you know, and that God was a great God and they were as a little ant looking at his toes, you know, and all this kind of stuff, you know. I'll be honest with you, 
If you're not one of God's people, that's probably the way it's going to look. Right. Huh? I know how a mouse looks to Sister Angel over there. <laughs> huh? A little teeny mouse. Uh, yeah. ah! If some of y'all were here Wednesday night, oh, oh, there's a spider out there. This spider's so big, you know. And, and uh, I can't remember who went out there and just, oh, it's Brother Ross. Right. I'll come up with his foot. I went out there and looked, and with his flattened out legs, it would maybe one inch. That's big, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, right. Huge! Huh? If you're away from God, that's the way that throne's going to look. Because it's a frightful thing. Scripture says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Amen. And so here in these scriptures, we see that uh, that throne is going to be there. And it said that the earth and heaven fled away. Do you know why? Do you understand why? The first sin ever committed in heaven, well, I'm sorry, ever committed was in heaven. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then earth, that's where man fell and blood was shed. Started off with one murder. How many has it gotten to now? So many. And so it's fled away from this holy, righteous, wonderful God. And it said, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. This morning I preached about, it's about the resurrection. Your whole life is about this resurrection. Everything you're doing is about the resurrection. Which resurrection are you going to be in? You're going to be in the first resurrection with the bride, with the saints of God. Amen. Are you going to be in this resurrection? This is the second resurrection. It doesn't say it that way, but it does talk about the first resurrection in verse 5. It said this is the first resurrection. Talking about those verses that were above there. But here we see this second resurrection it said, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Yeah. You know, I, I should have got a whole bunch more books out. Big books, little books, all kind of books. Amen. Books out there, alphabetized, numericalized, DNA, sequence, whatever. Amen. There'll be no chance for God to get this wrong. Right. About those who are there. That's right. Amen. He said, I saw and the books were open and a, another book. Just a single book. Right. A single yeah. book. Amen. That's the one I want my name in. Yeah. Which is the book of life. Did you know there's that thread of the book of life throughout the Bible? Yes. Huh? Moses speaks about the book of life. Amen. Then he speaks about the book. Amen. And uh, here, I don't know about you, but that's where I want my name at. I talk about having our name written in the book of life. Amen. That is the official membership book. 
It doesn't matter if you're a member of the Episcopal, whatever, whatever, uh, churches that may be around. That's not going to save you but to be in that book. Amen. Yeah. Hey, the book of life. Amen. Those are God's specials right there. Those are the ones that have accepted Him as Lord and Savior who said, I'll never turn back. I'll never go back. I'll never put anything else before you, but I will serve you and love you the rest of my days. The book of life. Amen. It said, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. You ever heard anybody preach? It's not about works. Works is dead. It ain't about works. It's not about what you do if you're saved or not. Huh? I like the way James talks. So let me show you my faith by my works. Amen. If you truly have faith in Jesus Christ, you'll be doing something about it. Amen. And so every man is going to be judged according to their works. Oh, that's so good. That means there's a there's a scale to it. Amen. Who in here's ever been burnt? Huh? Yeah. Who in here's ever been burnt twice? Huh? Which one burnt? Felt the worst? Child molestation. 
Come on. Those are bad. The worst sin is rejecting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Rejecting Him and saying, I don't need you. I don't need salvation. I can do it on my own. I can make it on my own. That's going to be the worst sin. And everyone whose name is not written in that book, amen, they will have rejected Christ in some way, shape, or form. Amen. And so, here we see that they're going to be judged according to their works. People get buried at sea. They want the sharks to eat them, the fish, the barracuda, whatever's out there. But the sea's going to give up their dead. <clears throat> huh? and, the, and death and hell will, be delivered, will deliver up their dead. What? Hell's going to deliver up? Huh? <clears throat> I don't know why I had this impression, but when Jonah, when that fish came up to the beach, I've always felt like he just belched him up there, threw up on the, on the beach, and that's the way he was. Laying in all that slime and all that. I don't know if you can get this or not. But people are going to be belched out of hell. Mm -hmm. At that great day. Huh? And death and hell are cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. We can die once and live forever, or we can die twice and die forever. Yes. I want to live, but I tell you what, I remember running to Christ, Brother C.M. Butler, Brother Don Rich, others were preaching, and I was 18, 19 years old, whenever I began to hear the uh, unfettered word of God and uh, it convicted my soul and I came down and uh, I remember one time I didn't think too bad of myself but I asked the Lord Lord show me what I look like in your eyes oh oh it was gross it was terrible And I was scared. And I came to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I thank the Lord for it. Yeah. Amen. I thank the Lord for it. But you know what? When I came to Christ, I was scared. You know what he done? He comforted me. Yeah. And in time, he showed me his love yeah. and his mercies. And now I don't, I'm not, maybe I should be, but, and I don't want to go to hell, but I was not scared of going to hell as I am hurting my Savior's feelings. I don't want to hurt my love. He has been so good to me. 
He is my God. He has kept me. Whenever, and, and I love my wife, she's been there for me, but there are times in your mind you think everybody has failed you. He's never failed me. He's always been there. I love him so much. And so it said, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And this lake, it will burn forever and ever and ever. It will be all consuming. It will be there. And the smoke of it, the scripture says, shall go up forever and ever and ever. Where's that lake going to be? Right here. It's right here. Your dust is going to be turned into a brimstone. Huh? Burning fire. The rivers and the water will be turned into pitch. Huh? You know what pitch is? That's molten tar. This is going to be the final resting place of the lake of fire. Folks, we got one way out, and that's with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. When I was a businessman, come on, says Sheila, Brother Robert. When I was a businessman, there were some deals that would come across my 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 desk, and it was like that's a no-brainer. Can I tell you something? Serving Christ or going to the lake of fire, that's a no-brainer. Nobody in their right mind will want to go to that place. I appreciate the Lord that he gave me opportunity and he's given you opportunity. I appreciate the Lord for bringing Brother Ron in at an older age. For bringing Otis in. Amen. For bringing all these that are here that are names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm so thankful. Amen. Uh, I I wouldn't give anything for my journey now. I got to make heaven somehow. Amen. 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 So this morning I preached about resurrection. I preached about the first resurrection. I felt it was fitful and right for me to preach about that second resurrection. We're going to be in one or the other. Young people, even y'all, going to be in that. You got to make a decision. I'm either going to serve God or I'm going to live for myself, which is actually saying I'm going to serve Satan. We need to make that decision. So let's come. If your name's written there, let's thank the Lord. If your name's not there, let's be praying. Oh, Lord, put my name in that book of life. Amen. Come, let's pray. Let's seek the Lord.